Hey, what's happening, my man? Hey, what is up? Uh, right now, the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone watching, like, oh my god, he said that last time. <laughs> oh man, I don't know why I laughed as hard as I did, but I mean, it wasn't a hard laugh, but it was still harder than what what's normal for a laugh like that. <laughs> oh, I did that to somebody. Uh, I think a couple of years ago, uh, they have a they have clownfish, and uh, really, oh yeah, being the person that I am, I said. Uh, I tasted clownfish before they taste funny. Bruh. <laughs> Knee slap. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, what is up? What up, guys? We have our guest here. Wow, this is... This feels... This feels not as climatic as I, I thought it would be. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know a lot of people react that way when they meet me? Yeah. <laughs> It's just yeah, like, oh, it's oh. usually a disappointment. <laughs> no, come on, you've got a, you've got a, you've got a guest. That means your podcast is beginning to make it. And and trust me, like I'm the may, I maybe like I'm early on, but it's all uphill from here. Like this will take off, you guys. I may be just the first like little stepping stone, but like you're destined for greatness. Like. You have your first guest. It's going to be terrible. Every first step is always a failure. But it's all uphill from here. I am great. What the heck are you talking about? <laughs> Unstoppable Odyssey uh, emitting his black Air Force energy right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we thank, we thank you, Casper, for those words. We really appreciate it. So, uh, yeah, I want to tell everyone, of course, welcome to, to this episode of Truthful Jerk. As you guys know, um, we have a guest. Uh, say hi to the audience, Casper. <laughs> hi, to the, hi to the audience. Uh, do I need to introduce myself or should we, should we just not waste time with that? You, you, can just say, uh, you can just say your name, something you like or whatever, and then we'll, we'll just go right into it. Okay, well, my name is Casper. Uh, um, if you detect an accent, if you think I sound weird, I talk like a robot. It's because I'm originally from Denmark, but I've been living in Canada for the last 12 years. Oh, oh, that wow. was You're a Dane. Yeah, that's right. Uh, not a great one, I'm afraid. <laughs> uh, you live in Canada. I loved your ginger ale. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I do too. I do too. We don't have that in Denmark, but... Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know... Oh uh, yeah, you know it's funny. Metallica, like I listened to Metallica. Their drummer is from uh, Denmark, I think. Yeah, that's right, Lars Ulrich. Yeah, good friend, good friend of mine, actually. Oh really? Lying. I happen to be a big Metallica fan as well. My dad's name is Lars. There's Ulrich. There's a lot of great Larses around. My son's middle name is Lars. So, yeah. That's so Scandinavian. You just got to love like Lars's, uh, you know, energy, you know, like. Absolutely. Yeah. James, with James, you know, he, like he could create a whole song just going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, 
And then Lars, you know, has a different energy. Be like, yeah, you know, we're going to kick you in the balls. Ain't that right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lars, you, you got to like, you, you got to read between the lines with him a little bit. Well, not that much, but a little bit in that, like, he can seem pretty off-putting at first because he is so extroverted and, you know, says some bad words and, and whatnot. Yeah. And he's opinionated and stuff like that. But, but he's like he's a creative guy. He's 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 the the driving force of Metallica. We're talking about Metallica. We're we're going to talk about double standards today. We're talking about double standards. Yes, double sir. Standards. Yeah, those are fun, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know Unstoppable has a lot to say on this, so I'm going to let him start off, start off the the conversation. Sounds yeah. good. My, my question is, why in the heck is it okay for, you know, women to be shallow, but when men do it, it's the worst in the world? That, that always confused me, like, a mm. lot. What do you, you mean, shallow about, say, appearance? Yeah, like, uh, the, like, one thing is, like, you know, men can't go after women who look beautiful, but women do the same thing toward men, and somehow it's okay. Yeah, it's like weird if the guy okay. it's weird if the guy approaches approaches the girl out of nowhere, but if a girl approaches the guy out of nowhere, then it's like, oh okay, it's all cool. It's all good. Yeah. I was actually watching uh, a video a couple of weeks ago. It was about uh you know, like how women, you know, will go for men who are tall and uh but yet, if men ask about waist size, like how chubby they are, then suddenly, you know, they're shallow. Mm. Yeah, it was really interesting. Like, some one woman actually was very, like, honest about, like, why, like, uh, about it. She said that the reason why they don't want a guy shorter than them or is about the same height is because heels. If they wear heels, you know, they, uh, th- well, the reason why they want, uh, a tall guy is because of good genetic qualities and status, and people don't want uh, that. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they, they'll say, oh, heels, but really they don't want to uh, appear as if they're walking around with their little brother. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it's like, well, okay, well, if you want to be brazen about uh, uh, height, don't be shocked if I. Uh, ask about weight and you know he did, goes on to describe but it's like well if uh you don't want uh, uh to look like you're walking around with your little brother then you had if you had want someone to be like of a certain height then don't be uh mad if i ask about your, your waist size because i don't want you looking like uh, you ate your little brother <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Once they got called out on it, like asked, you know, if it mattered, you know, like, or when asked about height, you know, one woman said, I guess it doesn't define the person. I guess uh, height doesn't either. And, you know, they said, oh, you know, um, you know, the, the guy that was that made the video said, you know, and it makes more sense to judge women who uh, are fat because that's based on like dietary, like daily choices and dietary decisions. You know, with yeah. all Same. You know, that that's the jackpot. When you're born, the verdict is out. It's like, dude, you're gonna be short forever. <laughs> <laughs> Some people have somehow managed to beat that. 
that um those odds though like they, it's like their whole family's just historically been dwarfs and then they come out like LeBron James height. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was just thinking about that the other day. Uh, yeah, because uh, I think I, I was thinking about how like midgets, you know, uh, will, uh, could have like normal sized people. <laughs> and uh, it's funny, like in, in my, even in my family, I think my mom is like five, five, I think. And my dad, I think is five, eight. And so I, I'm like five, nine. But you know, like, <laughs> but I have brothers that are like six foot tall. So, I mean, they, they kind of so they sort of beat that in a way. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Oh, and uh, being sexist. You know, you ever notice that, like, how being sexist always creates double standards? Right. Yeah, yeah. that was sort of what I was. I was listening to you guys just to to kind of gauge what your opinion on on that is if if because i was kind of thinking like the first thing i thought is well that's sort of rooted in like a back in like a backlash to sexism like sexism is is a terrible thing you know it's terrible to discriminate against someone on the basis of their gender but these yeah. we see a lot of like i think we see a lot of backlash to to that like we see, i think we see a lot of um, um, like it, it's pretty well accepted that it's a terrible thing to to discriminate against someone on the basis of gender, but we're almost seeing like some reverse sexism where, in in as as far as I can tell, like as you guys were hinting to, that women can get away with certain standards that men can't get get away with anymore because it's seen as right. racist as not racist, sorry, because it's seen as sexist. Did I get right. that right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it goes both ways. I think it goes both ways. I think there are things get away with as well that women don't get away with. And I think it's like, okay, chief, like, (laughs) come on now. Like, like even as uh, a guy, even as a guy, I can't sympathize with uh, with a guy who gets away with something that a girl doesn't. Not that I'm saying that kids out there who are listening don't don't do bad things. Please don't don't get yourselves involved into wrongdoing. We are not condoning this by any, but I'm just saying that, yeah, like on both ends, I feel like girls do some things that it's like for a guy, if they do it now, it's all of a sudden weird. But it's like, uh, if if a guy does this, then it's considered weird for a girl to do. So I, I, yeah, I just see it on both. Yeah. Both. Because for a long time, the, the joke was that that guys can get away with a lot more immoral stuff than girls can get away with because they yeah. get shamed for for it, right? In a in a way that that this is mainly like this is mainly the world I'm talking about. I'm not really talking about in the truth here. Like in the truth, immorality is immorality, and that's I think the main the main takeaway. I don't see that much of a double standard in the truth in that that way. To be honest, maybe that's it's just my experience. Um, but in the world, the joke was for a long time that, that guys could get away with a lot of stuff that, that girls couldn't. Yeah. Uh, I think I've only seen two occasions like where women did get away with doing the exact same thing men did, mm-hmm. and the men got in trouble. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of weird, too, because like, I've even, like, one weird sexist thing I've seen is when it comes to, like, baby showers and all that stuff. Like, it's Like, to me, it's kind of weird because 
uh, like my sister was like, I think throwing a baby shower for someone. And, you know, one of my brothers said, well, why aren't you inviting any guys? And she goes, well, the, well, it's going to be only women uh, because, you know, men, men don't like these sort of things, but he's not wrong. (laughs) 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 My wife had a baby shower and I was very glad to avoid it as were my guy friends. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like I, 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 I like I like get her point to a degree, but it's like at the same time we as men invite women to sports things, and you know, yeah, yeah. and women don't like sports, but yet we invite mm-hmm. them. Like, yeah, so and, at, of, and at the same time, like in in certain cultures and certain certain congregations, even it can be like, uh, um, it can get a little pathological. Like there can be like. Oh, the girls are getting together to do this party where they knit and the guys are going bowling and it's like well, i don't like knitting can i come bowling with you and then like yeah of course you can come bowling with you but then all the, the brothers are like oh you brought your wife you know like that can yeah it's yeah this, i get what you're saying yeah. an experience that's just, that's just an experience from like some friends of ours that have had like that kind of that kind of experience um I- it's kind of refreshing to hear hear Casper talk about this from his angle. It's like, I think, it's, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of interesting. I actually do. Yeah. Feel, I do feel like though that you know when it comes to baby showers, I do think that the husbands should be involved in it though. Yeah, very it, much. Because I, it's, like, yeah, it's their baby too. It's his yeah, baby. Yeah, you're, you're half the reason the baby's about to come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, yeah. that's. That's the thing. Like, I wasn't at the baby shower party because that was all that was all sisters. But yeah. like, when it comes to our, we had a registry, so like, it was just a small like, pick, picked a couple of items from Amazon, and people could could order them if they wanted. And yeah, I put a bunch. I put some of those items in it, or my wife wife asked me, or or whatever. Right. So it's not like it's not like I was completely out of. Yeah, um, you just didn't come to the baby shower. That's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, in my mind, I'm like, well, you know, it, you know, make it all inclusive. You know, include men. I mean, some men might not like it, might not show up. Others might like it. Like, make it all inclusive. You know, like if men can include women on sports, why not include mm-hmm. men on the? Shows, you know, including the husband. I mean, yeah. you should be part of it. Oh yeah, yeah. there's nothing wrong with it. It's not like it's not like I was um, I wasn't itching to go, so I wasn't complaining when, <laughs> like, when my wife and, and her friends were planning it just to be a girls thing. I wasn't complaining, but it's not like it's not like it's like no, nah, <laughs> there's no way I'm going to that. I'm not sitting in a room full of girls. I don't mind being in a I don't mind being in a room full of girls. I really don't. Yeah, no problem with that at all. <laughs> you know, I I just just noticed like. Just like in general, it's like a weird thing that women have. Like, don't invite men. But yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. nothing with like not going. Mm-hmm. You know, like I've been to a baby shower where it's been mostly women there. Too bad they were taken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of a yeah, yeah. Wrong with really itching to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think on that occasion I was bored with it, but there have been uh, occasions where men were involved. It was like a gender reveal type of thing, and that was, I thought that was a lot of fun actually. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Friends of ours have had that sort of thing. 
Yeah. So yeah, nothing wrong with not going or going or anything like that. You know, I don't think you're complaining at complaining at all. <laughs> <laughs> so Casper, what is a double standard that you have come across that you particularly don't appreciate? Um, this is see, I don't have a lot of dating experience. So like when it comes to men and women kind of stuff that we were that we were talking about. I don't have a lot of experience there. Uh, I married the first girl that showed any interest in me. <laughs> and hey, and I mean, you're, you're one of the you're one of the fortunate. I'm ones. very glad I did. Um, yeah, thank you. Um, but um, comes to like a double standard that does come to my mind is I noticed unstoppable in the in your profile picture here. You have a beard. Is that your own face? Oh, that's actually a fil uh, a filter over my face. That's just <laughs> over your face. Okay. All right, I might be the only bearded brother in the room. Then, can we oh, talk yeah. about can we talk about yeah. beards for like like I don't know a minute? Yeah, I used to have a beard a couple of months ago. Now I just have a mustache. <laughs> awesome, awesome! I had a mustache for many years. Uh, there need there needs to be more mustaches. Most definitely. Yes, there definitely does. And then I then I grew a beard. Um, and then this is not like you can edit this out if you think this is too negative and, and too complainy. That's really not my intention, and you can totally edit it out. If you should hear my stuff, we, 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 we've, we've said worse things than probably <laughs> than what you're gonna say, so don't worry, man. You, you can go. For I just it. I think <laughs> like the attitude, you know, yeah. And I something I, I've never really been a fan of that I've heard was, uh, you know, like I was told that, you know, normally people who grow beards are spiritually weak. And I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't agree with that. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, no, no, um, I, I feel yeah, like I, it's I, just I a see. matter. I think really, I think that has a lot to do with the location. Like, let's just say, for example, in England, you you have a, a, a nice clean beard and whatnot. But like, no one's obviously going to tell you you're not spiritual because, well, it's not. You're not really. Uh, there's no need to keep in mind that principle that you want to not like you know come off with certain with people to meet in America. See, that's the thing. With Americans, we're very sensitive. <laughs> I don't know why. The Americans are just so like, if you see like a brother wearing a uh, wearing a beard, it's like, oh, I guess he really, he's just, all he cares about is his own rights. And it's like, oh, because of that, he's not spiritual. And it's like, that is true. That it's true that it's a false pretty false accusation because mm -hmm. you have no idea who that, that man is. But that's where that's where the idea comes from it's just the fact that americans blow things out of a force yeah it kind of like yeah that type of yeah that type of mentality just irritates me because i i know a bro i ran into a brother while i was at work and yeah he he's an elder and he grew, grew out a beard briefly but he had to shave it because he had a part but he mm -hmm. his face out to a beard and so, why well, is everyone going to say that he's spiritually? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's it's kind of a it's, yeah it's kind of a silly accusation to just jump to that mm -hmm. conclusion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's going to change. I mean, in the time that I've been in Canada, it's gone from like maybe like like not 
no brothers in my congregation having beards and maybe like seeing two brothers with beards at the convention each year to now like 12 years later each congregation that I'm in has like three or four brothers with beards um, I, I recently moved from one congregation in this town to another congregation in this town like recently I say recently it was like two years ago um, but the one I was in before the city congregation had like four guys with beards and two of them were ministerial servants so I thought okay it should be okay to, to grow a beard here you know like these brothers have been in this hall for a long time and and no one looks down on them for having a beard and then I moved to this other hall where I guess the only people that have beards didn't have privileges like I thought you know they're great brothers they're as great brothers as everyone else I didn't think anything of the fact that they had beards so I thought okay maybe this is the time to grow a beard and then the, um, the coordinator kindly reasonably takes me aside and says you know you probably can't do readings or carry mics anymore and, until the beard is gone and it's not like we think anything differently of you it's just that that a few people have complained and we didn't really know what to do with this we just thought like we would test things a little bit like you were a little bit the guinea pig you did a couple of readings you had a beard we were wondering what to do about it uh, like really sort of a little awkwardly and very, but very kindly like I love the guy our our uh, coordinator is amazing he's a great elder uh, and and I was and I was just I was la I was laughing a little bit I was sort of chuckling and going okay it's kind of fun to be a guinea pig in that experience you know so you're taken aback a little yeah a little I was I was chuckling a little and <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was a little taking it, taking it back. Yeah, I, you know what's funny though is like a weird thing too. Is like is, I kind of feel like people were too obsessed with privileges anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Because, yeah, because to me it's like you know we're commissioned to go and preach the word throughout the entire earth. Nowhere did Jesus say, "Hey, go therefore and get a privilege." Right. Yeah. I get what you yes. saying. Yeah, totally. Okay, yeah, this is this is the part you might want to edit out. <laughs> okay, I have a very concise thought on this. Um, it says in, in the book of James, not many of you should become teachers, for they will receive a heavier judgment. And I might not have quoted that word for word, but that's the that's part of it, right? Not many of you should become teachers. And yet we, yeah. we try to encourage everyone to reach out and, you know, you should, are you a ministerial servant? Can you reach out to be an elder? Are you not a ministerial servant? What's holding you back? What can you do to reach out more? And, and it's a little bit, we're kind of telling everyone, you can be whatever you want to be. And that's, that's a fallacy. Like that's not really the way it works. Not everyone is, is cut out to it, in my opinion. Right. And that's kind of what James says. Not many of you should become teachers. What do you yeah, think about yeah. that? Yeah, not everyone is qualified, you know. Like, I agree. Like, not yeah. everyone is qualified to be ministerial servant or elder, you know. So, I I think for me, like, the most important thing is, you know, preaching and teaching others about Jehovah and everything. And when it comes to um, preaching, like, I don't like because I don't want to have the mentality of, 
oh, I have to get a privilege. I have to because mm-hmm. I think everyone, yeah. everyone, I think there's a, a mistake made in thinking like that. Yeah. Because uh, I think yeah. when you think like that, you it leaves the door open to become prideful. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Or on the on the other on the other hand, if you find yourself reaching really hard, and the privileges don't come, yeah, you start to question like, what am I doing wrong? You know, what's wrong with me? I see other people uh, who are getting at this a lot more easily than I am. You know, is Jehovah displeased with me? Is it just the elders that don't like me? Uh, this is this is myself going through this like five years ago or whatever. I went through all of these feelings. And you're absolutely right. When you start to think that privileges don't really matter that much, that's that's that can be a turning point. It can be a like, you know what, you're serving Jehovah. What does it matter what like title or what privilege or what specific job you have? You know, yeah. Because you know, yeah. eventually, like I think, if you let go of the whole "I have to get a privilege" mentality, I think uh, I think it gives it kind of frees you in a way and mm-hmm. allows you to like focus more on Jehovah. And yeah. then guess what? That privilege will eventually come to you. Yeah, it'll just everything usually falls into place when you're just focused on making him happy. Yeah. Or some other privilege that you didn't think was going to come your way yeah, will. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, because like I'd never like people having that in the front of their minds of privilege. Like one brother saw me with a beard, and this is the first time I had ever grown a beard. And he said, "Do you have a privilege? Do you have privileges within the hall?" And I said, oh, no. <laughs> and and I said, "No." And, he and, goes, and after that, nice to meet you. I'm James, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> And then, you know, like, well, no. And he goes, is it because of the beard? And I go, no. Which I think he automatically assumed I yeah. had a beard. Yeah. Well, I probably but, like, from the beginning. With. But uh, I only had it for like a couple months. But mm-hmm. oh no, just uh, something happened three years ago, and that's why I don't have any privileges right now. Which I kind of got myself into a little bit of trouble, you know. But that's a different story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, I just don't like that the privileges were the first thing that he thought of. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's shallow, too. That's like a peculiarly... Uh, and, well, it's not, particular, it's not particular to the truth. It's just we just have our own brand of that kind of, that kind of mentality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it uh, definitely depends on the person. But yeah, you do see yeah. it happen. I was going to finish my story. And I think the reason that, like, for me, when I stopped caring about privileges. It's not like I stopped reaching out. It's not like I didn't think it would be nice to have privileges. It's just when I stopped thinking about it, when I stopped caring, I'll, I'll say. Um, stop worrying about it. I, yeah, when I stopped worrying about it, I realized the truth of what Paul writes when, when he says uh, the congregation is a body and not everyone is an eye, not everyone is a hand, and the eye cannot see to the hand because I'm not an eye, I'm not part of the body. That's essentially what I was saying to myself, right? I was saying, because I'm not an eye or a hand or a foot or a leg or anything that's like outwardly useful and, and strong and, and impressive and can be seen by others and yeah. it's like that. I was saying, because of, I'm not one of those guys, I don't matter to Jehovah. And then I realized, you know, there's yeah. way more to the body than that. There's a spleen. There's like a gallbladder. 
right? All of those things, are, if I'm a pituitary gland, I'm happy, you know? Like, it's not seen by others, but it's, it's still important to the body. And so I'm like, what are some of those inward ways that I can actually be useful to Jehovah? And that helped, that helped me get over the, like, not obs- I wouldn't say I had an obsession with privileges, but I did care about privileges. I did yeah, think about privileges. You worried about it a lot. Helped me to get over that, yeah. Yeah, because I was thinking, you know, you, you don't have to have a privilege to, you know, go and encourage your brothers and sisters. That's you know, not a you, thing, exactly. That's something everyone can do in a certain way. And some of them are, some people are really great at that in a certain way. Yeah, like if you could always call and check up on your brothers, see if they need something, need help with something. And it's like, do you need a privilege for that? No, not exactly. You, you don't have to need to be an elder or ministerial servant to go and, and go to visit your brothers, encourage them from the Bible yeah. or bring them groceries or whatever it is, you know? It's like, and with certain people, you might be way better at doing that than the guy with the privilege. You never know. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's like, to me, so yeah, I, I feel like, you know, people need to, you know, focus on what's more important, you know, privileges. Well, I shouldn't say privileges aren't important. It's essential, you know, for us. Very essentially, but they're not, again, they're not the most, like, for example, being a regular pioneer, I don't say that that's a personality for me. Like, I, I can't, like, mm-hmm. like, I'm me. I'm me as a person. Like, mm-hmm. that's something that I do because I I want to and I happen to have the opportunity to. But it's an, at the end of the day, I am um, a person. I'm a person besides, besides what I am doing. It's like, if you have a job, you're not known as, you're just not known as that guy. Like, let's just say you're a janitor. You're not known as the janitor all 24-7. That doesn't define you. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly, yeah. Yeah. And that's those are the pioneers that I've admired most. Like, the pioneers that don't introduce themselves by saying, hi, I'm Steve the Pioneer. And <laughs> if they have to stop, they don't like be if they have to go off the list for whatever reason, they're still the same guy, you know, yeah, they're, not, exactly. they're not suddenly all discouraged and suddenly don't give comments anymore. And suddenly, um, you, you know what I mean? Like lose. Yeah, they're, their, not a different, they're not a different person. Yeah. They don't lose their sense of self yeah. because they lose a privilege, you know? Yeah. Those are the, those are the, the pioneers or elders or whatever that I admire most. Yeah, it's kind of like the people that put in their bios regular pioneers. Like, <laughs> like, 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 that for? like it can't be, it can't be for people in your congregation because they know. Like to me, that almost feels like that to me is is like bragging almost. Some people I haven't say, thought about oh, that. I haven't thought about that. That's actually quite interesting. Yeah, I, some people will say that they're part. Sorry, go ahead. Oh yeah, I I just wanted just to finish the thought. I I just I I never really thought gave it much thought, but now that you mentioned that, I've never thought about that. It's like, yeah, I, there's the whole thing about like and the memes about how like uh, putting JW.org in your bio doesn't mean you're a spiritual JW. And it's like, yeah, we understand that, but you mentioned that you just you mentioning that you know there's some people that put regular pioneer in there actually does raise does make me think it does make me think because i'm like wait that's true people in your congregation already do know because it was announced for sure 
so why is it on your bio? I mean, hey, that's that's I'm not here to judge, but that is actually an interesting case that you make. Yeah, because it's like, you know, people will say, oh, it's because I'm proud. But it's like, yeah, but who's it for? You know, like I get you being proud, but I mean, people in your congregation know, like, is it for random witnesses that come across it? Like, it's like, yeah, it's like for me, I don't have regular pioneer in my bio. It's like, I'm a regular pioneer, but you know, <laughs> it's like, I don't even have the JW to work in my bio for all. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, to me, it's like, you know, you know like it all, it, to me, you know, putting that in your bio, like people putting it in their bio, to me, it's the equivalent of going up to somebody and going, you know, like, I met, you know, like if you went up to someone, like, hey, my name's James. I'm a regular pioneer. People are going to go, okay, so what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It doesn't have to, like, it doesn't have to be done exactly that way. Some people can humble brag a little bit, you know. Yeah, some people humble brag. I, I'm like not going to lie. I've been, like a, I, I've fallen into that trap before. <laughs> <laughs> I've fallen into that trap before when I was younger. Yeah. yeah some, somebody, you know, like, uh, was trying to encourage me to pioneer and the first thing that they said to me was like hey do you you should pioneer i mean come on don't you want to tell people you did that and automatically you know i was like nope don't want to pioneer now (laughs) exactly that should not be the motivation yeah because that to me kind of makes me think like what if i got into a new system or what if i came across a russian uh, brother or sister like i'm a regular pioneer like yeah and i was thrown in prison so what yeah. <laughs> like we have people who are thrown in prison, uh, tortured in Nazi camps because of being a witness. But yet, I'm going to, bra- uh, me as an American witness, is going to brag about, you know, being a regular. Pine- no. It's like, I'm not going to brag about it. We have freedoms here, like that many people in other lands don't have. Like, I'm not facing persecution, none of that. And to brag about it just seems horrible when there's people who are not pioneers but being tortured for being a witness. Mm hmm. It's, it just seems really insensitive, you know. And, and I, again, you know, pioneers are you know doing a great thing. You know, like I think they're you know putting in seventy hours a month. That's great, but I don't think it's something that should be bragged on either. Yeah, or like I don't know. I I'll sound like a hypocrite if I start if I start complaining about that because. Um, like, I've never been a pioneer. I've been kind of close a, a couple of times in my life, but I've never done it. So I can't, like, I can't talk about how hard, how hard it is, you know. But part of me is sort of like, when I see pioneers complaining, it's not like it happens a lot, but it does happen sometimes, complaining about the hours or, like, you know, just being exhausted because I had a long service day yesterday or it's like, you're not making this sound good, you know? You're not making this sound like if you're having a hard time with it, and you've done it for a while, and you're good at it, and you love service, like, you're not making this sound like something I could do. Yeah. yeah. You're making yeah. it more intimidating. Yeah. 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 And, and it's, also, it's also a little bit, or maybe, I don't know, I don't know the intentions, but it can come off like it's a look at what a sacrifice I'm making. I'm so tired and I don't like this, like but I'm doing it anyway because I love Jehovah. Everybody, everybody observe my sacrifice. You know, everybody see the bull that I'm bringing to the temple. 
Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. that's sort of a little bit, right? It feels um, like a Pharisee's word. A little bit, and I don't know the intentions. It's just the first kind of thing that comes to mind. It's just like the <laughs> I get, right? It's just the first yeah. kind of thing that comes to mind. Yeah, yeah, and I think being a regular pioneer is not for everyone. I know, like for me personally, I don't feel like it's for me. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I did the I did the fifty hour requirement one time, and it's like, and I was like, no, nah, I can't do this, you know. And that that was with support, like, and mm-hmm. then people, but then I had a, a hall that I was in where, like, I didn't see a lot of people out during the week, like even well, especially in the afternoons. Yeah, and I was like, well, how am I gonna get seventy hours without support? <laughs> yeah, like, and I'm not saying that people at my old hall didn't support people. I mean, maybe maybe I missed them going out at certain dates, maybe, or maybe I just didn't hear when that what times they would go out in the afternoon. Yeah, but but I did the fifty hour requirement. It wasn't for me personally. Oh yeah, without much support, it it would be impossible. Like the times that I've been the closest in times that I've enjoyed service the most in my life was when I was around people that were in service a lot. And I could kind of count on somebody being out in service when I had the time to go out in service, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, talked about a lot <laughs> in 43 mm-hmm. minutes. Mm-hmm. Like if yeah. I had to mention a takeaway from all of this for this episode, I would probably have to say that, I think double standards are the result of um, of too many. I think it's the result of uh, people's opinions becoming stacked. I think yeah. that's the biggest problem with when it comes to double standards. Like how someone's perception of what it what's okay and what's not tends to become the accepted norm, and as a result, the double standard exists. Yeah. I kind of hate made up rules. It's like, if it's not written in the publications, don't try to enforce it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's my, that's my piece of advice. Like, don't make, like, you can't tell me I can't wear red socks on stage. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's weird made up rules. Like, that. People, I, I, they're really people. Well, that's not, I, that's, that's, I bet there are people like that. It's like, oh, those, yeah. Like those I've heard a couple stories. <laughs> yeah, like, there are people that say, oh, you know, in our hall, they don't let us wear this type of thing on stage. Like, like you can't wear a red tie. Oh, you can't wear uh, black shoes or some stupid weird thing. It's like, that's a made up rule. That's not written in publications. Quit trying to enforce that. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I kind of have to uh, leave. Uh, so, yes, thank you. Um, thank you, Casper, for being on this episode of Truthful Jerks. Uh, that was a lot the- of fun. And if you yeah. never want to have me back because I'm an idiot, I'm not offended. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I want this guy back. <laughs> I, 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 I would love to. You guys are a lot of fun. Yeah, this I, was I really great. Yeah, I hate to have the run, but I got uh, something came up for me. Uh, my dad wanted to do something, so kind of got the run off a little early. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, I'm sure um, my wife would love my help with the baby. So it's probably yeah, the best we're about to wrap up anyways. We're about to wrap up. So thank you guys for listening on this uh, episode of uh, Truthful Jerk. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Take care. Woohoo! You too.